Hello there, and welcome back to The Fools Who Follow Him, an Obi-Wan Kenobi recap podcast. My name is Travis Walsh, and I, I am always, as always, joined by my friend and co-host, Pete Schermacher. Pete, how are you? Doing great, man. How are you doing, buddy? Ah, good, yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm feeling good today. Um, oh, yeah? Going into the Father's Day weekend, we're going camping uh, with my family. That's why we're recording a little earlier than usual this week uh but that's good we'll get it up here just before the you know the penultimate episode here um I mean, you're, you're going camping i'm single i mean i don't have kids and i'm going to brunch uh so uh, perfect yeah, i like it works good sounds great yeah it should be a fun weekend um uh, and uh, yeah, as we always as we had said last week it's a, it seems like every time an episode comes out there's usually some sort of you know, reaction that we we got to address from the fandom, but I felt like it was pretty tempered this week for the most part. I, mm. I'm still a lot of what you had mentioned last week about um, like there's still people hate watching and things like yeah, that. Yeah, so it's really weird because it seems like there's a lot of people who like the show, mm-hmm. and then a lot of people hate it. There's not a lot of middle ground. Yeah. Um, like I'm I'm in the fans where I, I'm in, I'm in there where I really like it. But there's mm-hmm. there's there's opportunities. But you know what? How many shows can be The Wire or The yeah, Sopranos yeah. or those type of things? You know, um, right? And as it's, like it's it's rare for yes. Star Wars to be uh, less than flawed. You know what yes, I mean? Like, I, exactly. like I think for people to expect it to be like I think The Mandalorian is is a big time rarity, especially in today's day and age, and how tight and compact it was and Really yes. kind of seem to have it all together. Uh, and I think this, this is way closer to, to that than uh, a lot of okay. some of, uh, you know, some of the, the, the you know, failures for Star yes. Wars along the, the way. The last three movies, or last, at least the last two. Mm-hmm. I, I, mean, we'll, I know it's divisive there, Travis. Yeah, so, yeah uh, I know, but, buddy. I know. I yeah. know. I like it. Um, but uh, it's, yeah, I've been... For whatever you know, flaws, and we're going to talk about it today. Like I thought, I this still feels like they have a, a plan here, and that they are. Uh, this wasn't just a, a cash grab, even though it has been that. And right. It still got it's the the strings of calculation and, and things like that for these big uh, these big franchises as they or franchises as they do. But uh, you know. I, like I said, we're hoping that they'll stick the landing, and I think they think of the landing. How long do you think? I mean, honestly, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Where it almost feels like it needs to be an hour and a half, almost, yeah. or at least an hour, right? One would think, but you know, um, I guess that's the one thing we could talk about in the news. Is like I read today that uh, Ewan McGregor said himself he'd love to come back for another season. It's something yep. he'd like to do again, uh, now and again, because uh, he loves uh, the yeah. character. Yeah, and as we said, this has been a hit, so it'd be kind of a no-brainer for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, like, I can easily see though there being unanswered questions, but I, I think they will kind of tie up everything that they've set up. I, I, I get the feeling. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to tie up, Pete, and and some of it won't be as satisfying as we would hope. But I think right. they, uh, they, uh, I think they will do their best to make this feel more, more Mando than Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I mean, bottom line is, as long as you get that big Obi Wan Vader thing, mm-hmm. I think people will be happy. But we'll yeah. see. You know, we'll see. We'll see. So let's get to it. This is uh, part five, episode five of Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, where would you start- rank? Well, before we get into it, where would you rank it on the on the five episodes? It's still uh, somewhere in the middle. I got I I third. I, would, yeah. I think it's my yeah. third favorite. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's got some of the some really great stuff as we're yeah. we're gonna get into and some uh some yeah. stuff that is yeah yeah like huh yeah yep <laughs> here we go let's do it I'm like hello so, there yep <laughs> yep uh in a so we are start with in a flashback scene uh which is crazy to begin with Jedi Knight Obi Wan Kenobi meets with Padawan Anakin Skywalker for a lightsaber sparring session uh now right away. There is, this looks overall not perfect. It doesn't look exactly no. like the wig, like Obi-Wan's wig doesn't look perfect. And, and, but uh, you know, to be fair, Obi-Wan's wig and Attack of the Clones wasn't perfect either. Good point. Good um, point. But they could have met, tried to match the imperfection there. It looks like a different yes, kind of not perfect. <laughs> true, true, true. Um, 
Anakin didn't look near. They didn't DDH him anything, did they? Not enough, I would say. But I will say, for what they had done, I overall liked what they did with him more than obviously what they had done with Luke uh, in uh, uh, Book of Both or, or Mandalorian and Book of Both Fat or whatever it was. Well, yeah. Then again, you know, there's. I, I mean, honestly, I don't know if they even de-aged him. Uh, they did. They did. They subtly. Yeah, yeah. Like bit. subtly. I. But I, I. I'm, I'm sure. It's, I'm sure it's like they got, a, they got. They got rid of his like wrinkles and stuff yeah. like that. Sure. Yeah, and it I'm sure it's stuff. it's yeah. kind of like how much do we do this before it starts to look like that really cheesy yeah. Photoshop uh, filter kind of thing. Um, and uh, so I, I but there's still and life behind. There's they life they behind the eyes. They only had to de-age him like what twenty years as opposed to Luke or de-aging him. Hers like complete, and and they're really having to. And they're really having to create a human life from nothing with that yes. one, right? So that's what, like, there's all, like, it was fine when he first shows up at the end of Mandalorian kind of yeah. thing, where it's just kind of blink and you miss it. But when he had to carry those full scenes where they're talking about the, uh, in Book of Boba Fett, when he's talking to right. Grogu about the the things and stuff, then you really start to see that this is, this is not a human being speaking. No, 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 right. But I will say, I thought it was way improved in um, Boba Fett. Um, for the most part, but I think the longer you keep something like that on, yeah, but the longer you keep something like that on, I think the more you start to see the, the stress. Yeah. 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 Um, That's why they, I think that's why they brought Ahsoka in there because it's probably cheaper to bring Rosario Dawson in to do a freaking, uh, some, you know, some dialogue as opposed Mm -hmm. to trying to do with that. And that's why we saw a lot of scenes where. We didn't see Luke talking. We just heard his voice type of thing. Right, right. And even the modulation didn't sound quite as good as how they did with Vader this time around. Right. Um. So, yeah, I mean, right away, it feels like we're back in uh, Attack of the Clones era, uh, yep. which, as I've said, is not my favorite of the of the films by any stretch. But I love the aesthetic and I love yep. that they that they're welcoming uh as we've talked about before or referencing more and more the the prequels in uh, yeah, I mean a beautiful skyline of Coruscant yeah I mean yeah uh and, and it was definitely before the uh, fight with Dooku uh so it's like even might be before attacking the clones because he has his hand it's not the robot hand that's right that's right good good uh, pick up my friend um so I, it, this is this is great. I, I really like this storytelling device. And this is something, this oh. is one of the, one of the wins for this episode, right? Yes. Is that they, is that they keep going back to this while the, the, like, that's just a nice way to, to create an episode of television, right? Where you. Right. And here, here's the question. I view this as coming from Vader's point of view, right? Is right. that what you're thinking? Uh, 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 or were they to, both open to interpretation. Or it's yeah. just meant to be part of the the storytelling that we're getting here. Like it could yeah. be a little bit of all of that, man. I think that's I think that's kind of what really makes it work. And then uh, we get the flashback that people have been bitching about, you know. Yeah, so cool, so cool. Um, uh, so and but from there it cuts to just as they start to to parry, uh, or start to duel, uh, a friendly yeah. duel. Cuts to the present, and an Imperial captain ushers the third sister Reva aboard the bridge of the Imperial Star Destroyer Devastator. Dispensing with the pleasantries, Vader demands to know where Kenobi is. Reva reports that they have tracked Kenobi down to Jabin. Vader expects, expresses satisfaction before ordering her to kneel in the presence of the bridge crew and then, like, rise Grand Inquisitor. So it's like, ah, I see why. They're like, this is it. Like, he's seeing her as, like, this right-hand man. Or so we think. Or, like, right. uh, um, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's feeling solid. It's feeling Star Wars-y here, for sure. Uh, no complaints for these two uh, kind of opening uh, scenes here. Um, and from there we go to, uh, meanwhile, Roken's freight transport descends into Beam's atmosphere and lands at the path's base. Roken disembarks with Kenobi, Princess Leia Organa, Tala Darith, and Sully. That's uh, O'Shea Jackson, right? No, uh, Roken is O'Shea Jackson. Okay, then who's Sully? The girl. Okay, of course, of course. Uh, Kenobi is surprised to see Haja Estri. There he is, who reveals that he fled yes. Dayu after getting in a fight with the third sister, which makes sense. Um, he, Kamel Nanjani, is he smash or trash for you in this uh, series so far? In, in between. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a tough. Uh, I, I can't quite figure out how he. Sometimes gets. he feels a little too marvel y. Yeah. Like, almost yeah. too comical, but. And it, 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 it almost feels like a character of a character. 
and it, it it takes me out now you know yes. like uh which is too bad and that's the the risk you run when you do this stunt casting like yep. fleet for somehow flea for me worked but uh for kumail like uh I, yeah, as I said, there's times when it's like, I, I like the idea of his character. This guy's like, oh, there's some business opportunities here. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I like the idea of this guy who's kind of, you know, has a has a good heart, but still isn't afraid to make a buck. Uh, there's something to that in the more yeah. real world type stuff that we're starting to get. But he it almost it, feels like like the character of Hondo, the, uh, the pirate. Uh, yeah, I think he would have fit pretty well in this role, honestly. Um and hmm. it would be someone who it would just been a nice thing for the fans who watch this cartoon, oh, you know? Yeah. And you want to talk about being smart, like as we did last week with our friend yeah. uh, Marta and incorporating uh, video games and stuff. Uh, Hondo is like the main character in uh, Galaxy's Edge uh, for one of the main rides. There, oh, is he? You know? Okay, I haven't been yeah, there yeah, yeah. yet. Which is, no, uh, I've just seen that. Uh, embarrassing just... for myself. Oh, yeah, yeah me too. I still haven't been there yet, but I, I've I've seen like some of the footage. Uh, I think that's uh, you know again like uh, synergy, man. Make yeah. this stuff. Uh, make this stuff uh, happen. Um, so yeah, uh, Galactic Empire's paced a, a bounty on him. He says, and he's yeah trying to make some money. Uh, Kenobi speaks with Roken, again, uh, O'Shea Jackson, telling him he needs to get Leia back to Alderaan on transport. Roken explains that the, the other people in the path have been waiting for months. Roken explains that they have been planning to use an old trade route, but had delayed the trip in order to rescue Leia. Kenobi promises to do what he can to help with Roken, and, uh, while Roken uh, tells the fugitives to get ready to depart. Uh, now, while Savage, or pardon me, Vader's Star Destroyer, traveling through hyperspace that's uh, pretty cool to see that right yep yep that shot again just like uh, it's just you know no big deal <laughs> just open with uh you know again it, i've said it before it's like eh, frankenstein we got we're gonna, we're gonna do a show yeah. with frankenstein again um which is funny what star wars well i wonder if any of these characters because i don't know if you've seen this how mickey mouse's star or some early mickey mouse cartoons are starting to have to fight um public domain like they're getting close yeah. to, so they're having to do these kind of shoes or like loopholes and try to find ways around it. Like, because Winnie the Pooh's already somebody put out a Winnie the Pooh horror film with all the characters in it. And oh stuff god! Because okay. it's wow. because it's public domain now. It's funny to think that maybe that could happen to. I don't know how it would work with with Star Wars over time, but, um. Anyways, <laughs> um. Uh, Reva warns that if they trap them, the opponents can hold out for several days. So this is interesting. This is really cool that Vader's like, yeah, we're just going to put him in there. And it's it's still there. And, and Kenobi knows that. Um, and and those scenes come, they you know, going with the flashbacks to tie right. into this. Yeah, directly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's the most, again, and that's tied to the fact of using this. It's the most Anakin prequels that vader has appeared ever um yep. and that's that's been again a real accomplishment that he has still remained as sinister and frightening for for these things as that iconic character but they're able to work in the the whiny uh kid from tatooine who, uh, yeah uh, you know that's that's uh uh really cool um at least i think so uh, uh kenobi believes that uh Vader is leading the hunt and, and plans to attack the past base rather than lay siege to them. When Roken asks how he knows Vader's next move, and it goes back to the flashbacks, as we had said. Yep. Um, and, and he says the thing about you need to defend life rather than to kill, uh, which is good stuff. Uh, and it's I like I like when he says you're so obsessed with winning, right? Um, yes. I guess that, that, that comes later, but this is good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, you know, and, and the cuts to this work because uh, it ties into the story as opposed to last week's episodes where we saw a uh, Reva torturing Leia or trying to get information from Leia. Yeah. It was like almost like, yeah, these scenes are similar, but it told a grander story with Owen and, uh, and, and Hayden doing it, mm -hmm. the dueling, you know? Yeah. And, it, and yeah, and it feels like things are in motion, right? This felt yep. like a, a, a plot that was always in motion. That was my issue with last week's, um, uh, so yeah, it goes back to the the dual um, flashback again, and uh, uh, you see uh, Anakin getting really aggressive. Uh, yes, yeah, um, uh, and so, that's where it kind of that's where I was wondering: is this Vader's flashback, or now we're looking at, o at Obi Wan wondering, well, I should have saw this earlier, you know? Yeah, 
I, I think a bit of both, right? Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, honestly, I think it was both. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, as they cross played, Skywalker uh, states this is why he's going to lose. That's what he said. So, and then we come back to the present. Invader Star Destroyers uh, has sent two star to, uh, or two starships to attack the Path's base. Kenobi addresses the frightened civilians, telling them that he understands their fear and anxiety. I really here comes. This is the general uh, kind of emerging here, right? Um, yep. uh, for a guy who was broke, but like he's like he's the one who, amongst all of this, all of these other broken souls and stuff, right? Who have said they're not soldiers, right? And again, this is like the early years of the empire, or or, or maybe yeah. not the early years, but the years where it just feels like what's the formation point. Or yeah, yeah, what's the point in trying to fight against this kind of thing? Like the most hopeless. And he's starting to, to turn these people who have said before they're not soldiers into uh, people really devoted to a cause. And that's pretty cool. Um, but and, you also and, get a Jedi who, I mean, who's still one of the considered one of the greatest Jedis. I mean, he was a Jedi master. And, mm-hmm. and even though he's going by Ben, I think everyone still knows, recognize him as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, and they just got it. So they just got to basically hold them off so they can escape, kind of thing. So he tells uh, Roken to get this thing open within an hour. While they and, and they also had a lot of uh, what was the one the movie uh, you loved? What was it, Last Jedi? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, same sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, said so this. This totally made me think of the themes pr- uh, presented in that, dude. That's what I think about this series. Is it's it's doing a lot for the prequels, but it's starting to do a lot for the. Uh, for the sequel trilogy as well. Oh, yeah. and I think, I think the theme that theme, like that's my, uh, dude, my favorite modern line in star Wars history is, uh, uh, that's how we're going to win is, uh, protect what you love instead of trying to destroy what you hate. I, I dude, that cuts deep for me kind of thing. Right. And I think that's kind of what we really got today, man. Uh, oh, yeah. that was a big uh, theme in this, uh, this episode. Um, and so the Imperial ships, uh, start to descend. Uh, and they're joined by uh, Riva, who arrives in the sh- in the shuttle uh, Scythe. That's what this thing is called, apparently. That was a big, oh, okay. uh, big reveal, right? They really want to make it didn't look any different than the other ones uh, to yeah. me. But I, I, I'm just reading now on Wikipedia; it has its own name. Hey, gotta gotta sell them toys, Shermacher. You know that. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> she orders Cash them. To, <laughs> yeah, they orders them to bombard the outer doors. Uh, Tala urges Roken to work on reopening the hangar, but they encounter difficulties. And Haja suggests that Roken and his men enter the vents. Um, but here's where Leia uh, volunteers. Uh, they, any other time, this is like, you're crazy. You're going to send a 10-year-old girl up there to sort right. shit out. Um, uh, but, you know, it, it kind of fits. Like, I trust us. She's like, blah, 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 blah. You know, and it's, I guess, fits with their bond. So whatever, I'll go with it. I, I just didn't, I didn't think they established it. I don't even know if they ever established it well, period, that Leia was this grease monkey. I don't... <laughs> I know, I know. It is what it is. I think it's just because they didn't have any Jawas or Ugnaughts around to crawl up. Yeah, there. I mean, I mean, they, she might have helped with the Millennium Falcon here and there, but for the most part, I never saw her uh, yeah. fixing things. But when, and but what was she really fixing in there? All she was doing was looking for something and finally found what it was. I like, eh, whatever, whatever. I, like, I right. know, like that's it's it's weak that it was just like, how's it going? I'm still working on it. Like, there's no. Yeah. The, the, again, here's where, like, again, this, and this is a side little nitpicky kind of thing. Like, as when they're checking on her, there's no real progress. There's no, like, um, like, remember when uh, Han is trying to figure out a way into um, the, uh, on the on the end door, when he's trying to figure it, a way in by hot wiring the uh, yes. thing. And it closes first kind of thing. Yes. Just give us something like that, right? You know, yes. like, the, oh, we're, we're, we're worse off than when we started, you know, like something right. like that. Right. But it was just like, I'm working on it. Like, nothing's nothing's happening and then when she gets there like what was that um anyways uh uh kenobi oh yeah so he here's where we get that that the message from bail organo um and it's i don't know what to do with it like it's so obvious especially by the end it's there is like meant to right some, to, to forward I I will say I love the fact that he's actually willing to go and he referred to him as Owen, you know, so it almost seems like they've had contact. Um, Mm -hmm. And I like the fact that he's willing to go and go to uh, like, you know, 
I might not have my daughter right now, but now I need to protect the other one. And I, 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 I enjoyed, I understand why we have the message, but I, I like how they played it. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting. Um, and it, it reminds us of Luke again too, which is a smart, uh, part for, yes. for the longer story they're telling here. Um, so he hangs up and he tells Tala that he'll be all right. Uh, Tala confines that she took part in an operation to round up uh, four force-sensitive families on Garel under the cover. Love the scene. Yeah, that was pretty great. Um, really kind of pinpointed, uh, you know, looking back now, it's like, ah, oh, that's why they gave her this really nice kind of emotional scene because of what's coming later. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, she was traumatized by fourteen death of 14 people, including the children at the hands of the Inquisitors. And she's trying to make amends. Um, uh, so with the outer doors are starting to buckle under pressure, Kenobi tells the defenders that he will buy them time by parlaying with the third sister. Now, during the ceasefire, the two of them just kind of, uh, you know, get up next to each other. And oh, so first of all, he asks her, how do you know about Anakin? Yeah. You're too young to have known about that. Like nobody, nobody really knows his real name. And he's like, wait a second. So, and this is all kind of weird. This this I didn't like. I mean, I like the idea of the two of them kind of having a connection from across thing via force or whatever. That's kind of pretty cool. But all of a sudden, they're just kind of okay, and that's why this, and that's why this, and they're just bang, 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 knocking things off way. But, too I mean, I, I, I see that, but I also like the fact that Obi Wan is manipulating her, and Obi Wan has been a manipulator. We've seen it. I mean, right. he spins things right to his own advantage, right? He spun it. He spun a Vader, uh, and Anakin or Anakin Skywalker to Luke to, to his own advantage. He right. spun this, spun that. I mean, a certain point of view. I mean, right? It's it's like I mean, he, I know. He, yes, he's using he's using her, and I, I like it honestly. I, I do, I do too. Uh, yeah, that he like he is not like the imperfections uh, in the in the the character. I like. I just felt at this point. For it to all of a sudden be this light bulb moment, and then they're they're really changing character dynamics significantly in a really short time, uh, is a little felt a little rushed to me. Do you understand? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, everything you said, I I totally agree with. Uh, uh, oh no, but I also agree with that. It's like the girl's done a lot of bad stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. why why didn't she just? It's yeah. Yeah, so there's, there is that. It's like you know, I mean, her big end game was to get Vader because she wanted revenge. I get that, but she did a lot of scummy things. We've seen her do scummy things on camera mm-hmm. um, to get mm-hmm. to there. And so, yeah, I mean, so like you know, you we talked about the redemption, the redemption arc. It's like I know it's, it's almost it's... feels like it's gonna be empty if she somehow shows up on uh, Tatooine to protect Luke. You know. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think that's what's going to happen, but you don't think but, yeah, that's happening. I, I don't think she'll come in there to protect them, but but I think maybe it's like one last because I, I mean, we'll get to it at the end. Uh, no, I, see, that's where I think the spin is. I think they've been trying to show everyone, oh, it's going to be her protecting Luke, but I'm with you. I think she's going there and using the him. The only thing that it might not happen because she was a kid herself. And got used as a pawn or whatever. Right, right. And then so they, that's yeah. the only thing going there. I, that's where I think that she might turn to protect Luke in a way. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm, Again, mm-hmm. that's why I think they need an hour and a half to because uh, there's still a lot to go. Mm-hmm. I do want to say quickly that she said like this had uh this had a different warning at the beginning than the than they usually do on Disney Plus yep. because the content because she says that she survived by playing dead and that, again it's, it goes back to. Uh, again, uh, I, I know I mispronounced the uh, Uvald, uh, the city in Texas and stuff, and how that's still like really ripe in people's minds. And so I can understand um, why they're just a little line like that would um, be enough to trigger a lot of people. Um, so, anyways, uh, Kenobi realizes that Riva's playing or planning to kill Vader and asks her to work with him. Uh, Riva's distrustful of Kenobi. Uh, this was all really good, like you said. Um, but eventually. It, it, she rejects his offer and believes that she will triumph over her enemies alone. Uh, the third sister uses her lightsaber. To, yeah, that's really great. How she just like, poosh, like, okay, no more fucking yeah. around kind of thing. Um, and, and the defenses are breached. So 
Uh, but Kenobi's, uh, you know, he's got enough uh, in him now of his mojo back to use that yep. force to to hurl her back, and uh, and a really good. Yeah, uh, I just hurl her back, hurl her back far. Yeah, I mean, yeah. good stuff. I mean, uh, I think that reveals. I mean, she's looked uh, really tough and stuff, but she's also, you know, how much of that, you know, we don't know how powerful she truly is yet. We know that she's ruthless. You right. know what I mean? Um, and she's able to use that. And I think that can uh, pass off as uh, power. But uh, right. yeah, I think this is pretty revealing. Uh, and I think a, a fight again later as well is pretty revealing that she's not quite the badass that she thinks she is. Right. Of course. Yeah. Especially when you're going against the ultimate badass. Yep. Right. Yep. Um. So again, and this is all the these uh, they're calling them path fighters here on uh, Wikipedia and okay. Tala and the loader droid Ned B. Oh my gosh! Shout out to Ned B. Ned uh, B. deserves so much more because he was an awesome droid. It was like, yeah, you know, honestly, in Rogue One when we lost K two O eight, is that his name? Yeah, he had an arc uh, and a developed arc. He did. He our one here really did it, but we still loved him. He was awesome. Big time. And I don't, I think that's kind of the point is they couldn't give him too much character because it's still, it goes back to, oh, I'll say this right now. We were talking about this with my wife and daughter before or during dinner today about what you guys want to talk about for this show. And uh, uh, they both talked about how Nora said how much she loved how much this robot still stuck up for, for Tal at the end of this. And uh, I remember when my daughter was very little, like I've always said, I, I, like she's smart enough and she'll be able to figure out a lot of rules on her own. But I would always say right. there's two, two rules that I, that I would teach her when she was young. I'd be like, number one, who rule the world? She'd go, girls. And I'd say, what's rule number two? And she says, be nice to robots. And that's all I've told her. Just be good to robots for the rest of your life and keep in mind that girls rule the world and you'll be fine, right? The rest you can figure out on your own. Um, and and this bad. is like a, a big reminder of that uh, today because remember when they first walked into the path and you're like, should we talk to him? He's like, no, he's just, uh, I can't remember. My wife told him what he was like a lifter droid or a freight droid or something, right? He's not going to have anything, right? They look at him as less than, right? Whereas, you know, all of these people, like she saw him as someone who could help with this cause and the path and everything. And you saw they had enough of a relationship. And again, they didn't give him much, Ned B, but he's there fighting with them at there at the end and leading up to this great, great moment, man. We aren't getting that path miniseries unless it's a prequel, Pete. Yeah, sure. um, um, where things are like uh it's a last kind of moment here where Ned B is is really getting uh and I did get this moment in a way, didn't I? What's that? You did, yeah, to some extent. Um, and uh, Tala's been shot, and she tells Kobe he's got to get Kenobi's got to get out of there because there's too many of them. Before she activates a detonator, but Ned B's just like there and protecting her as as they go out. And the very last thing she says before blowing herself up, "May the force be with you." Boom, man. Boom. Great. It's so good. When are you gonna hit that? Um, I don't know how many times we've heard that in this particular series, but they, I mean, I think they've learned over time that you've got to find the right time to punch that. And that was uh, among one of the best to hit. Oh, that yeah. Um, really wonderful. And again, this reminds me, like I said, save what you love instead of destroying what you hate um, and, and knowing when to make those sacrifices uh, really got us all loved it. Uh, uh, I thought it was uh, among the highlights of the series uh, that moment, to be honest. Uh, Pete, anything you want to add? No, I'm good with that. I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, Kenobi and the uh, surviving fighters retreat to the inner sanctum of the base only to find that Leia is still trying to open, like I said, the hangar roof. The Imperial Captain affords Lord, Lord Vader. Yeah, but I, I will say, I did love the May the Force be with you. I love the thermal detonator, which, you know, think about it. That's what Leia was willing to use when she was a bounty hunter in Return of the that's Jedi. Right, that's right. Um, so a lot of, like, again, a lot of nice little nods. And, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, obviously Leia wasn't there because she didn't know, but I'm sure she might have heard the stories and, and incorporated it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Vader tells uh, Captain to order Reva to stand down because they've got basically got him uh he believes kenobi's in their grasp and it goes back one more flashback scene and skywalker is really just driving kenobi to the edge of the balcony and ten tells his master to admit that he is beaten um yep. uh, and believing that they have lost kenobi wants to go back to surrender to lord vader roken objects and uh, saying that the sacrifice would be, would be in vain 
is going to kill everybody. But Kenobi's he's determined to stop Lord Vader's advance and uh, to save everybody. And Kenobi asks Haja to look after Leia. I thought that was an interesting, quick little thing. Um, well, I think they, you know, you'd think you would go with with uh, Roken, but um, yeah, maybe it feels bad because Haja's one got him on the right path, and he doubted him. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. That's a good point. And and forgiveness and things like that is kind yeah. of a, a minor theme here, like uh, underneath everything. Um, but uh, he's going to. He asks how he's going to fight without a weapon. Oh, awesome, prompting Kenobi yeah. to reply. There are other ways to fight. And he walks out of the second uh, blast door, and he's surrounded by uh, the troops. He's arrested. Um, other stormtroopers evacuate their wounded and their fallen comrades. And while Leia searches through the cables and wires, Lola's watching her menacingly, reminding us that this thing is here. I, I, uh, that was a little weak too. Um, about how she's. I, I saw there was a meme. Uh, uh, this week, uh, for that was like that old uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror when the Krusty doll. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Here's your problem. This thing is switched to evil, and <laughs> you just have to flip a switch. <laughs> right, to yeah. Fix the yeah. Thing. So that's kind of how they sorted that out. But um, um, Reva informs uh, Kenobi is is uh, yeah brought to a triumphant Reva, who says uh, that Lord Vader's on his way, and Kenobi counters that he is bringing him to her. Right. He's, he's, he's telling her that he's using her. Um, and when Reva asks uh, if he wants you coming because he's talking about like now's your chance kind of thing. He's trying to get her to to do this. Um, and so the stormtroopers escort Kenobi inside the base and back to one more flashback. And Kenobi managed to break out of the counter um, by like getting the lightsaber away and they resume their fight. But Skywalker yep. still manages to, to. Oh, yeah. This is when he knocks the lightsaber out of his hand. Um, and Kenobi warns him that his need for victory blinds him. I really like that. I like. Yep. Um, the uh, that idea of a win, uh, culture of winning is always again. If you can work a way into, even if it's like hits you over the head kind of thing, I always like that kind of message. Um, she tells her message. Uh, oh yeah, uh, back in the present, Vader arrives outside and meets with Riva, telling you know where Kenobi is. Tells her he's inside, but Vader is determined to bring him in himself. Uh, and then Kenobi, meanwhile, Kenobi, uh, yeah, so, so he gets taken away by these two arrested, he gets arrested, and then again, just off camera, beats up the two stormtroopers and gets away. Yeah, um, that's, 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 yeah. A little kind of, yeah, again, like, okay, here's how we're going to write ourselves out of this situation, goes quickly yep. kind of thing. Um, and again, whatever, like, that, that is the kind of stuff where it's just kind of like, it, this is what you learn to expect if you're if you're expecting this to be like you said the wire then what the fuck are you doing here what are you yeah. doing here <laughs> you know this is there's Sci-fi. going to be corners cut and and uh, you know wizards space wizards for children it still yep. is you know at its heart so uh, some of the shit's gonna happen and it, and you know it's clunky it, it totally is but um whatever uh and uh so leia's still searching for the red breaker but uh Lola finds her and he, she finds her restraining bolt and that's better and everything's okay there. So that's what we were talking about. Uh, Vader yeah, enters... I understand. Did they just make it evil? I thought it was attractive. Vice, and now made it seem like it was evil. I'm not sure. Weird. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Vader enters the base in pursuit of Kenobi while Leia and Lola work uh, together to open the roof doors. Uh, Sully leads the refugees aboard the ship while Kenobi reunites with Leia. Leia learns that Tala did not survive. It's a nice little moment between the two of them. Um, while Leia and Kenobi head for the transport, Vader forces his way inside the hangar bay. He uses the force to grab, uh, uh, Roken's freighter, preventing the ship from ascending and forcing it to the ground. He rips the shark, uh, ship apart and finds that it's an empty decoy. What a great moment, man. Great. Uh, that was a great scene. Cause that, uh, again, takes you back to one of the, uh, few like really kind of standout memorable scenes from Rise of Skywalker is when she's stopping the ship from taking off. Like, holy shit, she's crazy powerful. And now we see that Vader had this power back in the day too. But it's like, oh, what a nice, what a nice little, like I thought he was just going to come in and start fucking kicking ass or something. You know what I mean? Like we had seen like Rogue One style, but it was all, it was uh, the wrong one. Um, Really nice touch. I like that a lot. Um, And so 
freighters uh they get away but back in the past kenobi breaks free of skywalker in the sparring match so it's a nice this is a really nice bit of parallelism this is when he got the he was able to get uh anakin's lightsaber back from him and kenobi tells skywalker that he's a great warrior but his need to prove himself is his undoing uh and he says to overcome his desire in order to progress from being a padawan uh it's a nice touch and uh, as much as like, yeah, he's hiding behind a bit of CGI and probably some dots on his face here. I thought a really nice performance from Hayden Christensen in those scenes. Uh, would you agree, my friend? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. What now? Uh, the uh, Hayden Christensen in those uh, scenes, uh, it, in spite of the fact that he's hiding uh, behind uh, some level of CGI makeup. I, I thought uh, really nice understated performances. Performance I'm with you on that. Totally. Yeah. Um I mean, those scenes played really well, and they, they I mean, it mirrored what the, the story that we were showing on that on that episode. So it, yeah. I mean, and, and his performance was good, and it was worth finally having him there. You know, it's like I thought, are we just paying him to do Vader? No, we needed we needed these scenes. They were I important. Know. I know, and you wondered how that when he talked about getting to work in the pre in the or before this went on uh, the air uh, when you and McGregor was talking about in the interviews about the show about how excited it was to work with his friend Hayden Christensen again. And mm-hmm. I kind of think like, I'm kind of like, are you really working with him? You know, it's your buddy under a mask. Right. But now we got to see that. Yeah. They got to yep. have this really cool uh, scene together. I'm sure it must've been just like old times, but it must've taken them back. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Playing, I mean, doing their duels. I mean, that's what they, I mean, hell, they were incredible, yeah. you know, doing yeah. that on screen. That's really cool. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, so back in the present, uh, just after Reva attempts to stab Vader with her lightsaber, but he uses the force to block her blade. And Vader surmised, this is great, where he's like, he was yep. wise to use you against me kind of thing. Like, again, he recognizes his master. Uh, he like uses, what you yeah, said he here. definitely picks up on uh, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan's uh, chest maneuver, you know? It's really nice. Really cool. And he hurls her aside. And she yeah, charges. he's like, Vader now knew the Queen's Gambit was coming, you know? Yeah, really cool. Uh, and he... He, uh, she charges, but Vader uses the force to deve- deflect her lightsaber and hurls her, hurls her to the ground multiple times. He's just all over her, and she—I love that he's just using the force to deflect yeah. everything. Oh, awesome. Yeah, he's not even you. Like it's pretty badass, man. Like that. Like he's he's almost on the defensive the way um, Luke is at the end of the Last Jedi. I mean, he's yeah, still, he's, but, but, but he's, he's just like, "Fuck you! You don't have the power. I, yeah. I don't need yeah. you to bust out my lightsaber." I yeah, mean, it was awesome. Yeah, but so crazy in that she like it's revealed that she's got. Uh, well, I guess we did. We already know that she had this kind of mall uh, double sided thing happening. I thought, I thought that's what they always were. On, yeah, on the yeah. cartoons and stuff. Right, uh, and she starts spinning around, but he like it's he just slows her shit down, and he uses the force to split it in half. And this fucking badass moment where he picks one up and throws it at her. It's like let's fucking go. Let's yep. do it. Let's, Let's do this. It's <laughs> so awesome. Um, and she continues fighting, but but he's he grabs both and gains the upper hand. Like you can tell, like this guy could kill her any second. Yeah. Um, and at this point, just as he's got about to kill, she's reminded of like really nice parallelism of seeing the way he's walking towards her, the way Anakin wa- and killed her fellow younglings, and Vader stabs Reva through the torso with a lightsaber, and um prevents her from uh, assassinating uh him um and, and gives her shit for a nice try like give me a break um and also inbox your boy who apparently has two two stomachs the grand inquisitor there you go yeah and s- several stormtroopers and and vader says that she's of no use to him uh, and it's kind of like they like, are they leaving her for dead but i think this is him this is vader playing um that uh, chess that we had talked about before, and I think he's leaving her alive on purpose because the grand. Right, because I mean, no offense. I mean, we we saw this is how she killed the Grand Inquisitor, and he's alive. I mean, and the, exactly what the Grand Inquisitor says is the revenge can fuel the will to live. He's like, it's it's worked for me. Yeah. It's why I'm taking this taking this badge back. Thank you very much. And your rage was useful, but now it's become tiresome. And they leave her, abandoning her. Uh, leaving her to tend to her wounds but like that revenge when he said revenge can fuel the will to live i think that's like that's all them okay so now we're like i'm saying i don't need you anymore nobody's coming for you kind of thing you know what i mean 
like they can they are still manipulating her whether she realizes it or not that's what i think i think she's gonna be like, oh they think that i can't do this well i'm gonna go and fucking kill this this kid that uh she finds out about here because as a, uh, aboard uh, right after this it gets to roken ship and kenobi and leia sit among the refugees uh roken tells them that the ship's hyperdrive is not working and that the empire is still pursuing them uh and back on jabin reva reaches for her double like she's still just kind of crawling around you can tell she's not going to die today or you know maybe by oh right right she's definitely going to be back next uh, episode and she reaches reaches for her lightsaber who's back together it's back together somehow i don't know how that worked but and she finds like what's left of the holo projector that's giving spurts of bail organa's message about yes. the sun on tatooine and um uh, kenobi realizes holo projector is missing but tells roken that nothing's wrong and but on tatooine we cut to a young luke skywalker sleeping in his bed at the lars homestead and we cut to black okay, um, now, how, how awesome is the scene though with vader pulling the pulling the uh the uh uh, uh spaceship down a killer that's what i'm saying like i think that's uh uh showing you how badass and how strong he is right that's yeah, what I do like you that. feel i've heard people complain oh he, why did he do that to millennium falcon and empire it's like well because they didn't have the technology to do it it's like it's a cool scene i don't give a shit <laughs> yeah for sure uh, i mean come on i think uh uh, you know, and also that's uh, if you know, fucking Ray, Ray could do it, so could fucking that's Vader. Right. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it took something from uh, something good that they got out of uh, Rise of Skywalker. So I'm happy yeah. with that. But yeah, overall, like I said, it's got some of those those classic Star Wars warts. Um, yeah. but I'm still I'm still pleased with the well with the way they're developing our favorite character, Pete. Um, I still think that um boy like uh, i thought it was so so cool as somebody who as i said who has a fondness for the prequels to see them uh doing that flashback sequence through oh yeah i mean the blue on blue was awesome you know the lightsaber battle super cool really cool and really shows how cool under pressure obi-wan kenobi is Mm -hmm. so he's gonna be on a lot of pressure now you know yeah and i do agree with you that uh they they've really they're they've really kind of had to they got to cover a lot of ground in one episode here yeah and um i don't i i I still feel like they've done enough here that i'm gonna be happy and at least i'm gonna feel like they're they're gonna stick the landing unless this turns into a complete different direction like i could tell by by this point in boba fett that something was amiss (laughs) that's something and like i said i was still kind of had a good time watching that but it, it, by the end, like yeah, that. there's elements of both that I like, and you know, but there's a lot of things like, oh my god, these, yeah, like, like those guys on on the speeder bikes on Tatooine, yes. they would fit on on episode two planet. They're, they're they totally Tatooine, they you know? hang out at Dex's yeah. Dex's diner, man. You're right. Yeah. Um. So, but so, but I feel like we're we. I would be surprised if we get something that just ends like, what the fuck was that, man? Right. I. I, I I would be quite shocked to be. I know that. We're getting a fart in church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we're going to get something satisfying. Uh, I don't. If we get blown away, like we've had, like, oh come on, man. If we still get enough of those little "May the Force be with you" moments, you give me two or three of those in this last, uh, however long hour or whatever they give us here, then I'm going to be a happy boy. You know what I mean? And and as long as you don't embarrass. Uh, uh, us too much to, to right. be uh, to be fans of this thing. Um, then uh, I think uh, I see uh, a, a rather. Uh, what do you uh, see? What do you see? Qui Gon showing up on uh, near the end or the beginning? Good. Seems question. like we've given up on Qui Gon now for the last few episodes. But he's got to. They can't just tease that at the beginning and not have it show up. Oh yeah, there's got to be a payoff. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah, that'll that. There you go. You just, I think you just named one of those three uh, little moments that they would need to yeah. to to get me uh, to tug on my heartstrings. Um, but yeah, uh, otherwise, uh, like I said, uh, some bumps uh, again, middle of the road for the five that we've seen here, kind of thing. I think, uh, as you said, your third favorite. It's also kind of yeah. our third least favorite of the, you know, yeah. when you look at it. So it just kind of fits right in the middle. There. It's Mendoza line of Obi-Wan yeah. episode. You know? <laughs> so hopefully we finish strong. 
Um, uh, Pete, did you do, uh, I guess, anything else before we, we say goodbye here? Uh, any last thoughts about episode five? You know, I didn't do it off my top of my head. My favorite parts of this episode was Vader with the ship. You know, I thought that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, bringing it down. And I love that it was all, you know, camouflaged. Obi Wan, the general or the manipulator, if you will, you know. Right. Um, loved it. Um, that was probably my favorite scene. My second favorite scene might have been the flashbacks. I think the Vader duel, you know, with, you know, was doing like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like almost like. What was it? The Bruce Lee thing, the wet sure, or whatever sure. they call it. Um, or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Like even like Jackie Chan, like Legend of Drunken Master, where he's yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. I love that. Um, I love May the Force Be With You with the thermal detonator. Yeah. I mean, those are the ones that really stood out to me the yeah. most. Um, and the fact in the flash that we were seeing clearly, there was definitely there. There was definitely Vader underneath the surface, and mm-hmm. then. Um, it was just all bubbling up and then it exploded into what happened and stuff. So, I yeah. mean, a lot of interesting stuff. Love yeah. Obi-Wan now stepping up into the being a leader, you know, like, okay, I need to, I need to protect these people. I, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. it's, this is my burden. Um, but, you know, and I also, but I love the fact that he manipulates Reva into kind of doing what he needed to do. Really cool. See, to uh, me, that, like that felt like uh, a Clone Wars episode, Kenobi. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From what I, from my limited, like the episodes I've seen of him in there, where he kind of has this kind of, uh, it's he's not he's not as pure as the driven snow. You know what I mean? No, like he's, he's willing not. to break a few eggs to to get to yeah. where they need to be. It's awesome. Yep, and I I really liked what we saw. I thought a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. I mean, but I'm, I'm excited. I mean, God, I'm excited. Yeah, me too, pal. Every day I wake up, I'm excited seeing Obi Wan Kenobi episode, and I know, <laughs> you know, it's the best part. It was like, you know, for me, usually I'm I work Monday, Tuesday, I'm off Wednesday, so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this is perfect. You know, that's killer. That's great. Wake up and watch Obi Wan fucking Kenobi. I mean. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad we could do this a little earlier today. Yeah. Too. Well, you've got that extra energy. Uh, well, that's great, man. Uh, so before we say goodbye here, uh, did you uh, uh, do that episode of uh, Main Event on with uh, Scott recently on the Place to Be Nation? No, I thought we were recording Thursday. And he, I guess we're taking a two-week hiatus. Okay. All right. Okay, cool. Well, 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 well. Keep an eye on that. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about Vince fucking up and all this holy shit. shit. Jesus Christ. I can't believe he came out today and as mr mcmahon oh, yeah i didn't see it but i'm disgusted i mean <sighs> me too man i hate it i hate it so much I hate he's it such so an much. arrogant shit i always i think it's funny because we recently one of my former bosses um i was thought he was just like vince thought he was untouchable and he ended up he was at a they had a meeting at this hotel and the bar closes down and but he went behind the bar and kept on serving himself and some of his friends drinks Mm-hmm. And the hotel turned him in. They fired him, I love and that almost feels like a Vince type of thing. You know what I'm saying? I totally. Except with Vince, it's with although fucking, it all it, with, you know, with, it also with blow and, and and fucking blonde. Right, stuff. right. But also, this is starting to feel like it's a little kayfabe and that he's going to kind of be back at it again. Whatever. Like fuck that asshole. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah, yeah, guy, sorry to get yeah, crass at the end of this. Like, me, <laughs> it's like, dude, he's so old. Fucking. Put him fucking bury him. I mean, yep, God, yep, I hear you. Done anyway. Yeah, but that um, guy's escaped so many things. But that's that's not Obi Wan Kenobi. So. That's right. That's right. But uh, so yeah. So Pete will be returning to talk about wrestling again, and it'll be good. And but speaking of wrestling, Mystery Titans Theater, we return live this Saturday, um, which is uh, do I have that date in front of me? What's the date today? Uh, uh, Friday, Saturday, the 18th, uh, twitch.tv slash Jarvis Wash Machine, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, if you're getting this in time before then. Other than that, we do it every two weeks. We go live on twitch.tv slash Jarvis Washing Machine, uh, Mystery Titans Theater. We watch old wrestling. It's usually me and our buddy Johnny Hedgepeth. Uh, this week, uh, Johnny's uh, following the dead, just like his old days. So it's just going to be me and our Is buddy... He? Uh, Kelly Nelson, and uh, as I said, Pete, uh, our buddy uh, Pete, uh, Ben Zani, who uh, yeah, Ben's the, the best first, man, great guy, the best. Great guy. can't wait, can't wait. Him. He's uh, yeah, um, yeah. he's never actually seen any Star Wars, so he can fuck off on that. But he, <laughs> other than that, he's a great guy. 
the greatest. And I can't wait to hook up with him again. Somebody I got to meet by pure chance in, in Texas when I got to hang out with you guys. Uh, so we're really looking forward to that. If you don't get to see it live, it'll show up on youtube.com slash C slash Jarvis washing machine. That's Mystery Titans Theater. Follow us there. Uh, either one of those places. Other than that, I got the uh, other great shows here on the Plum Podcast Network, including Gideon Guys, the uh, uh, episode that just dropped yesterday. Um, Legends of Tomorrow recap podcast that I do with the aforementioned Johnny Hedgepath. It's getting good because we're in season five. Um, yeah, check that out. Uh, it's always lots of fun. Always a good time. And as I said, other great shows here on the Plum Podcast Network. But it's Father's Day. I'm going camping. I'm going to get this on online right away. Uh, Pete, I hope you have a great weekend. I hope and, I hope you're a better father than Vader. So, hey. <laughs> I'll work on it. Yeah. I'll work on uh, on uh, creating At least another. you're going camping. You're not, like, trying to chop off your son's or daughter's yeah. hand off. All I know is I just got, I got to stay away from that sand. I hate sand. <laughs> Otherwise, another happy landing, you guys. And uh, we will see you on the dark side. May the force be with you. Thank you.